Jerome Clark on the mic, yes I'm doing what I do Representing for the ladies, but he's speaking for the goons Back and forth with the banter, banter, banter You got questions, we got answers, answers, answers Every week we bringing you the entertainment and the news Welcome to our podcast for the ladies and the goons Ladies, goons, ladies, goons, ladies, goons, ladies, goons My name is Ro. And I'm Buck, the president. And welcome to the Ladies, Ladies and, and Goons, Goons Podcast. Ladies. Welcome to episode one of our podcast. The first. And some background information on me. My name is Ro. Um, in the past, my career, I have done music production. I have rapped just a little bit. Um, Tiny. Currently, I am in education. Um, dealing with graphic design and teaching and such. I also have my own graphic design company and deal with diversity, equity, and inclusion within the company that I work with. So that's just some background information on me, Buck. And um, me, I just exist. Just exist. Yeah, that's what I do for a living. I like where I breathe and then... Most of the time I eat. I drink a lot of water. That's good. That's good. Really good. And I'm here. You're here. All right. Well, we're going to jump right into it. I wanted to talk to you, Buck, about... Um, let's see. We're going to go into the top 10 most anticipated movies of 2022. Let's so, get into those movies. <laughs> let's start. I'm going to start off with number 10. So, number 10. First of all... What's up? I hope they're on HBO Max or something streaming because I'm not with this movie theater shit. Really. I'm kind of scared of the movie theaters too myself. I'm sure they'll be available somehow for us to like, uh, you know, stream somehow. We'll, Rent, right? To buy it? We'll, we'll figure it out some way. Some way. I'll leave that up to you. Um, all right. Number 10, we've got Avatar 2, directed by James Cameron <clears throat> and starring Zoe Saldana, Sam Worthington. Kate Winslet, Sigourney Weaver. What do you think about this? That first one was long as fuck. I don't <laughs> even care. And that 3D should be giving me a headache, so I don't, I'm not really interested. And I know they're not going to mail us no 3D glasses so we can watch them in our house. That's true. That's true. I don't even remember. Did I watch the first one in 3D? I think it was. I think I didn't watch it in 3D. But um, it says, Let's see. The write-up that we have here says it seems like the sequel that nobody asked for. That's the first thing. Exactly. <laughs> um, but hey, well, we. I mean, it is James Cameron, so you can't always. You can't really bet against James Cameron. Sometimes I bet against him. <laughs> it's right. James Cameron, like he's Tom Brady or some shit. <laughs> James Cameron, get the fuck out of here. I mean, all right, I I get you. I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really excited about this one. I'll be honest. Um, it might be something that I watch just to watch, but. I'm not really excited about it. And the 3D thing really doesn't, I don't, I don't really love it either. So, all right, let's move on to number nine. We have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. What are these rankings? Who made these rankings? It was, it was a, see, it was a, a search that I did on the internet. Oh, so you did it. Google, and it came up with the top 35, and I thought that was a bit too much. So I just kind of broke it down to the top 10 that was here. So, I, I feel like Doctor. I don't even know the rest of the list. I feel like Doctor Strange should be higher up in the list. Like yeah, closer to one. 
Yeah. I feel you. Closer to one. I could I could feel you on that. Um this one is directed by Sam Raimi. I don't really know that person, but it's starring Benedict Cumberbatch. I love saying that name. Benedict Wong. There's two Benedicts in one movie. I guess Benedict's all over the place. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen. And I don't even know what this last name is, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna butcher it. Um so are you looking forward to this one? Yeah, Doctor Strange, yeah. I'm a Marvel head. Marvel head. I like the Marvel movies. I rock with them. Alright, that's good. I I watch them too, usually. I mean I don't go out to do it on my own, but um they are very interesting. Who put you on? You absolute I will give you your homage. Oh, okay. Okay. You absolutely put me on. Okay. I did not watch them when I was younger. I did not read any of the comics, any of that stuff. So anything I know, I know through you. Fuck the president. I will give uh, you that. So, um, yeah. I mean, it looks like it's going to be interesting. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Let's move on to number eight. I think we'll run through number eight pretty quickly. It's an untitled Elvis Presley project. <laughs> Directed by Baz Luhrmann. Starring Austin Butler, Tom Hanks, Olivia DeJonge, Kevin Kelvin Harrison Jr. Um, Elvis been getting money forever. He's gonna be getting money forever. This is true. Elvis will be getting money forever. I don't know what else like this untitled project. It doesn't say necessarily life story or whatever. So I'm not sure. Um, not kind of not sure how they're gonna. Spin I wonder it. if they'll highlight his pedophilia. Oh, there we go. Um. They probably won't. Probably won't. Right? They probably won't. They don't want to taint his um his image. Who's who's um who wrote this and directed it? Director is Baz Luhrmann. He sounds like he's from somewhere else. That's Ooh, that's man. racist. No, it's not racist. A place? You didn't say a race. You just said somewhere else. Um. I probably watch it though. I'm not gonna lie. I probably watch it just to see if they get into the things that I think they should get into. True. We can we can probably watch it and then give our critique right here. Yeah, definitely. Um, it says Tom Hanks was Tom Hanks was in the middle of shooting his role as Elvis's manager when coronavirus hit, so this delayed the filming. Oh, Tom Hanks is in it. Yep. I might have a little bit more faith in it now. Tom Hanks. Yep. So I think I mean it's something that we'll probably look into. It is untitled. Um, the release date they're looking at is June third, so we'll see. Um. Let's see. Number seven. It's really funny because it says these are the most anticipated, so that means people have heard of them, and some of them I have never heard of, so it's just kind of like weird for me. But the number seven spot is Don't Worry Darling. It is directed by Olivia Wilde. You like Olivia Wilde. She's also starring in it. She looks weird in the face. Like I was going to say that about the Cumberbatch dude, right? That's the other dude that looks yes. crazy. He be playing aliens and stuff. He does, yes. Um, well, it's starring Florence Pugh, I think her name is, Olivia Wilde, Gemma Chang, Kiki Lane, Nick Kroll, we like him, Chris Pine, and Harry Styles, um, who replaced Shia LaBeouf after he was <laughs> fired for poor onset behavior. Who is Harry Styles? <laughs> Harry though? Styles is from, uh, is he from One Direction? He's from one of those boy bands that, oh. like, whatever, but <laughs> he replaced Shia LaBeouf. Um, and the name of this movie is what? Don't Worry Darling. What is it supposed to be about? Um, it says, well, it's her di directorial debut. Following Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, following her directorial debut of Booksmart. Um, 
is a psychological thriller about 1950s couple whose lives are far less idyllic than they seem. I like psychological thrillers. Yeah, it says this is no WandaVision, but it's now an unexpected phase four, so it should be coming soon. And um, We'll see. I mean, you like Olivia Wilde sometimes. And, I mean... Shia LaBeouf was a part of it. I like his movies, his direction he goes in most of the time. That's he's true. He's some pretty interesting movies. He's in, and he's in a lot of different movies. Like, we see him in a lot of different roles, and um, they're always interesting. And it seems like and he's not one of those people that just takes a role to take it. Like, he really vets his role, so... But they got him up out of there, so did he think that <laughs> shit was trash, and he just <laughs> no. wasn't fucking with it? No, Man, well, I mean, yeah, because it doesn't say why. It says poor onset behavior, but it doesn't really say what he did. Um... I guess we could, if we really wanted to, we could research it, but I think it just seems funnier like this. <laughs> All right, that was number seven. Don't worry, darling. Release date September 23rd is what it's saying. Um, the next one is Untitled. It's the Untitled Knives Out sequel. Knives Out. Knives Out was all right. That's when, the, um, when they thought they killed the grandfather or some shit. I think so. This one is starring... So there's no release date yet. It's to be determined. It's directed by Ryan Johnson. It's starring Daniel Craig, Kate Hudson, Edward Norton, and Katherine Hahn. Were they in the first one? Uh, I think Daniel Craig was in the first one. Right? Yes, Daniel Craig definitely. Well, maybe Daniel Craig and Edward Norton. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that was a good movie. Jamie Lee Curtis was in that. On the first one, was? Yeah, was I she? believe so. What says? Uh, yeah, Daniel Craig... I believe he was in the first one because it says he may have handed in James Bond's license to kill because he's not James Bond anymore. Um, but Craig is still on the case as super sleuth Benoit Blanc. The actor re-teams with Knives Out director Ryan Johnson for the first of two planned sequels in their 2019 hits. So there should be two. So there's another one coming after this one is released, uh, which features an all-star ensemble. So... He listed who was there. Mystery was filmed in location in Greece. So, I don't know. Knives Out was good, you said, right? Yeah, I watched that movie probably too. I'm the worst with, like, remembering anything, I'll admit. So, I'll watch a movie. Sometimes we'll watch a movie together and then I just won't remember it. Or I'll ask, oh, what's the title? And then I won't remember the title. I won't remember the premise. Like, I'll have to watch it another time. And it's just, I'm, it's so I... I, I just kind of put that on you. Like, whatever. If you tell me it's good, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll watch it. Well, I'm not marking none of this shit on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remind you when they come out. So I'll keep track of that. And then you'll just, like, let me know if we're going to watch it or not. All right, number five, four, Love and Thunder. Release date is July 8th. Directed by Taika Waititi. <laughs> <laughs> Starring, of course, Chris Hemsworth. Um... Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, Chris Pratt, Jamie Alexander. All-star cast, of course. It's Thor. You excited for that one? Tycho Waititi, the Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Um, Thor, love. They put love in a Thor. Love and oh, Thunder. That's what God, it says. Man. Like, I don't know. I mean... I'll, it's Thor, so I'll probably want to do it. But yeah, it's just, I'll, I'll watch it because it's Marvel. But we'll watch it and see. I don't know what the love is about. If it's like a love interest or if it's love of something else, who knows? Love and thunder. 
The title sounds trash. <laughs> it sounds like a porno. Oh, man. All right. So, that was number five. All right, let's move on to number four, Babylon, directed by Damien Chazelle. It should be out on Christmas. I don't know what it is, but since it's released on December 25th, it's got to be a big movie. Let's see. It is... Babylon. And then they're releasing it on Christmas. That's got to have like some coded messages in it or something. Right? It sounds like it. Let's yeah. see. It's starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Lee Jun Lee. Samara. Brad Pitt is definitely that guy for the coded messages. For those message coded movie. messages. Yeah. You're right. Um... Olivia Wilde, Samara Weaving. Olivia Wilde again? Again, yep. She's doing it big. Whoever made Toby this Maguire. list. Toby Maguire. Whoever made this list is cool. I'll publish it. <laughs> Toby Maguire. I mean, like, those are big. I mean, it's, it's yeah, big, pretty big like, names. I'm interested in that. That sounds interesting. Now, it's not telling us anything of what it's about. It says the plot details are scant. We do know that Robbie is playing, who the heck is Robbie, is playing Clara Bow, one of the few 1920s movie stars that successfully transient transition from silent films to talkies um well if you know what babylon is and you have like some kind of idea you could just assume it's set in the golden age of hollywood oh it's definitely not about what i think it is so. <laughs> oh man the golden age of hollywood it could be the same thing i've heard a lot be. of wild things about hollywood it really could be and it's brad pitt and margot robbie so those are the two all right i mean we'll see she's playing clara bow all right Number three, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Release date, November 11th. R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman. R.I.P. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Directed by Ryan Coogler. Starring Lupita Nyong'o. <laughs> Denia Guerrero. Leticia Wright. Leticia Wright. Winston Duke. Michaela Cole. So... I don't know how do you feel about this one. What was that? Um, his sister's name. Which one played his sister? Was that supposed to be like the lead character? Are they still doing that? Because I remember they were mad at because you tweeted some like anti-vaccination shit or something. Mm, you know how that goes. They try to cancel you real quick. I'm not sure, but I know I remember um, Chadwick Boseman's brother was stating that because people were, were upset and didn't want him to be replaced, and he was saying that Chadwick would would hate it if that didn't happen, and he wanted. You know, it to go on. I don't know. Um, while the plot details remain under wraps, Nyong'o told us um, the film, again, co-written by Kugler and Joe Robert Cole, would honor what Bozeman started. Um, the female-centric cast will also be boosted by the arrival of Michaela Cole, creator and star of the acclaimed HBO hit, I May Destroy You. I don't know what the hell that is. So we, <laughs> I don't know what that is either, but maybe we need to watch it. Maybe. Critically acclaimed hit. Critically. These critics, man. I know. Who are they? And why are they so acclaimed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's get to number two. This film is called Nope. Release date, July 22. Director, dun, 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 Jordan Peele. That's my boy. I love him. Oh, yeah, I think that that's awesome. Man. Starring... Daniel Kalua, I think, Kaluya. Oh, yeah. oh, he's from Get Out. Yeah. The star of Get yeah. Out, yes. Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yuen. Judas, Black Messiah. Bar yeah, Barbie Ferreira. I hope I said these names um, correctly. I'm really big on names. I know people get upset when you don't say their names correctly, so well, please Jordan forgive me. Jordan Peele is such a dynamic 
God, like, is this going to be like a comedy, a horror movie, a psychological thriller? What's the genre? It's not even, he's not even giving us that much. So it says like, nope, they don't have it. It reunites, it reunites him with his get out leading man. Um, and as with his previous films, because we know he's not known to do that, cinema's new master of suspense is not tipping his hand on what Nope might be about. That secrecy is guaranteed to make it surprise, make it surprise all sweeter. So we, I'm going to watch it regardless. His yeah, name yeah. is attached to it. We're going to support, definitely support. He has not let us down yet. So, you know, that's going to be awesome. So July 22nd, we'll look out for that. Although with no information on it, I don't know. But he's really cool about rolling things out like that. Number one. The number one anticipated movie, The Batman. What the fuck? Released, released March 4th, directed by Matt Reeves. And do you know who's playing Batman? It's not Christian Bell? No, oh. it's not. It, <laughs> I know his reaction right now. It is Robert Pattinson from Twilight. Get the fuck out of there, man. <laughs> It's also starring Zoe Kravitz, um, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, Andy Serkis, Colin Farrell. My whole my whole thing is like the the same argument that I have with the Marvel how they did Spider Man. Like, why can't you just keep going with the story? What is it going to be about? I'm tired of seeing the same things done over and over again. That's true. Like, what are they gonna really really do? The Batman. It's like so. Bruce Wayne, of course, is played by Pattinson. Um, Catwoman is played by Zoe Kravitz. Um, Are they going to bring Catwoman in? She's coming in, Zoe Kravitz. So it's going to be like a remake of the joint with Holly Berry. Maybe. Or maybe they'll like go into some other... Hopefully they're not just remaking. Like, I don't know. Didn't Holly Berry have hers by herself? Yeah, wasn't there another um, Batman that had Catwoman in? Yeah, I think it was Michelle Pfeiffer, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Michelle. That was way back. Like, way, way back. So, I don't know. I mean, it may be interesting. I don't know. I'll probably try to watch it. I'm just not excited about Robert Pattinson being Batman. Like, he's, I don't know. I just don't have that connection. Even with Twilight and all that, um, I was, I just wasn't interested. I liked the the movie. I really did. I liked, you know, the storyline and all that, but he just wasn't for me, so. And it's Batman, I don't really see him. But that's supposed to be released March 4th, so that's actually pretty soon. And directed by Matt Reeves. Yeah, the graphics, the special effects would probably be um, A1 in that, at least. Yeah, that'll be, that's a guarantee that that'll be good. Um, That's it for the anticipated movies. Speaking of movies. That list is crazy, though. I think it should be reordered some kind of way. Probably, because I don't know if the ordering, if it's just listing them or if it's like in an order of this is the most anticipated. Because there were 35 of them, and I probably should go through and look, like for us, just to see movies we might want to be seeing, we'll mm-hmm. go through and look, because some of them look pretty good, but um, I was at 35 was just way too long. I was like, no, let's just do a top 10. Um, so that may not be, that top 10 might not even be, like, this is the the list in order of what's most important. Um, but that's it. So top 10 most anticipated movies. Um Hopefully you all can go out and see some of these movies and let us know what you think as well once that happens. So we'll look for that throughout the year. Um, we have to go back over those like during each month, like when they're going to come out. Yeah, we'll see each one. Maybe we'll look through the list of 35 and then we'll pick like as they go, like just mark them on the calendar. I'll like like chart them all out 
And then we can see that. And then throw our own in there because I don't know who made that list and maybe we have a lot more movies that we would like to see on our own. So, mm. yeah. Speaking of movies, we haven't really spoken about it in detail. And, you know, but what did you think about the new Matrix movie? I thought it was trash. <laughs> it was mad boring. There were some things that was like, I don't know. I watched the original, the first three, and found out later that they stole the idea. So once I found that they kind of like used the same story, it kind of made sense that it would be like a little weaker. Yeah. Because they're trying to make up their own like plot to go with it. But it was just like they just went back to the beginning and made it seem like the beginning never happened. And now they just try to run with the same storyline. It's, I don't know. I didn't like it at all. That's true. I, I never really watched the other three. Like I've seen them, but like to watch them, like I know a lot of people are like obsessed and it's like a cult classic and all of that. So I wasn't really into it, and I'm just not really that much of a sci-fi type, like this type of thing, um, even though they were kind of interesting. So this one was was good for me, because it was kind of like a wrap-up. Like, if I didn't watch the other ones, I could be like, oh, okay, and kind of, it's like a Cliff Notes version, but I could tell um, from the responses that I saw online that a lot of people didn't, they just weren't happy. And then to find out that it was, the idea was stolen, especially from a black female, um, to, to know that the ideas were stolen and then taken and made into all of this um, kind of was, like, disappointing. Yeah, shout out to Sophia Stewart, the originator. Yes. She has actually, she actually has a book, The Matrix, for I got to read that book. It's probably better. Oh, yeah, we should read that. Yeah. We should definitely read that. We could review that as well. I mean, I haven't read... I didn't read the other book. It was one other book, and it had more than one movie, right? Yeah, it was one book called... Uh, I believe it's called The Eye or something like that. The Third Eye? I forgot. Okay. I'm going to look that up. But well, they got the Matrix movies from there and the Terminator movies out of that book. That's crazy. Wow. Like, that lets you know how amazing she is and, like, her, her mind and all of that. Because, um, you know, for people to take that and make these amazing franchises off of her idea, like, that's that's insane. Like, I want to... So everyone, like, go out and pick up that, that book. We'll figure it out. What's her name? <laughs> Sophia. Sophia Stewart. Sophia Stewart. Look for look for her books. Because, I mean, if they're going to take her ideas and make money off of it in the movies, we could at least give her some, like, props there and, you know, have everyone go out and support. Even if you're not a big reader, just have it on your bookshelf. Like, just support in that When you confront when people come over. Yeah, you're like, well, you know, <laughs> I know those movies and everything, but you know the original? Like, one of those <laughs> If you're one of those people. Um... Like I said, I really liked it, but it was it was probably dumbed down and changed a lot. So for me, it was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Okay, this is cool. Kind of an updated version of something that was updated. I mean, it was a futuristic thing anyway. Um, but I, I thought it was cool. But I, I could I could definitely see how people were like, nah, not dealing with it. But whatever. All right, well, that's it for our movies for this week. Um, we didn't get to watch Power yet. Oh yeah, we Yellow can. Jackets. Yes, Ghost Two, Yellow Jackets. What else? I get upset when my shows are like done, and I don't know what to do with my life after this. Like, we just watched. Was Kirby Enthusiasm? Was that over? Yeah, that was the season. Come finale. on, man! Season finale. Now I gotta wait until you record this again for me to see something. What else ended that I was really upset? I don't know. We had a bunch of oh Southside. That's my show. <laughs> <laughs> That's my show. 
Yeah, I guess so amped. I'm about to watch it over again just because, like, that is, it's just hilarious. You don't really have to think. Like, for me, a lot of times I just watch shows and it's like, whatever. I don't have to think. It's hilarious. I know every episode is going to be hilarious and I cannot wait um, till it comes back. I oh, really yeah, can't. Dexter is on. Dexter, this. yes. We're still watching Dexter. That's not, that's not done yet. Whatchamacallit is about to come back to Atlanta. I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, Atlanta. Can't wait. Can't wait to see that. This is us. It's coming back. I know you you you're not as excited about this is us. You know, we feel like it's fizzled a little bit. Yeah, I'm, it's starting to get crazy. I'm sad that it's ending, but this is going to be the final season, so let's see how they decide to put all of this stuff together and like kinda I don't know. I'm excited. And it was one of my it still is one of my most favorite shows of probably of all time. One of my favorites. So I'm excited about that. Anything else that we didn't that we've been watching? No, we did enough funny business. <laughs> did enough funny business. All right, let's talk about. Well, we can glaze over this Miley. Uh, glaze. <laughs> this Miley Cyrus war, uh, wardrobe malfunction during the New Year's performance. I didn't watch it, so I didn't know that it happened. But how do we feel about this? What I don't even know what happened. What did it look like? She was performing. She was performing, and then like her, she had this really skimpy top on that completely out? fell out. No, because. It fell off, but she grabbed it, so she, she held got it. Tiny she, she, she does. So she held it, and then she turned around, and she was like, I mean, she let go, but she turned around so nobody in the audience could see, and we wouldn't be able to see. And then she walked off stage while they were still singing, and she came back out with a blazer on, so she continued from there. But it wasn't anything too major because she didn't really show anything. But she just kept going. She was professional. Well, first impulse, I feel like she did it on purpose. Yeah. Anytime a titty pops out, I'm gonna feel like somebody <laughs> did it on purpose now. <laughs> Now, because Janet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this day and age, people are wearing hardly anything anyway. So, right. But I understand it is like the New Year's. I don't think she would have done it on the New it's Year's. It's brick. So Where she was doing New Year's at with some, skim- with some skimpy shit on. It looked like she was inside. I don't know exactly where she was um, performing it, but it looks like she was in- inside on a stage because she was wearing hardly anything. Like, it was, it was a silver, like, stringy-looking top, and she wasn't wearing anything, but she has, like, no weight to her, so... Like, it didn't really look like... Well, they booked Miley Cyrus, so they should expect something. Because once <laughs> Hannah Montana went out the window, Miley Cyrus just been wilding. Like. That's true. That's true. That's, like, her her personality, I guess. But she didn't... It wasn't, like... It didn't seem planned. She didn't have any pasties or anything. She wasn't... And she's done some crazy performances, like... But time and place sometimes, like, this wouldn't have been that. It didn't seem like she did it on purpose. I think we're just... I think nobody's going to get... As, as poor a treatment as Janet did for her, so that negativity was all back then, and I don't know. Whatever. This one, I didn't actually hear yet, so I'm gonna have you take over and let me know what you think. But Uncle Murda said he was not going to do a year in wrap up this year. He was like, nope, no way it's happening, and then he did it. So, I didn't hear it yet. Um, What did you think? Lenny. Lenny did his thing, though. I don't know. I liked it. Looks it's good. controversial as usual. As usual, I can't wait to see. I got, I gotta listen to it. He shitted on Freddie Gibbs though. I know Ooh. that. Freddie Gibbs a little tight. He's having a rough time in New York right now. Mm. That's what really stuck in my head about that. It was a lot of death. I understand why he like feels that way to have to recall everything, even the bad moments for everybody during the year in that little span of time, like. Mm-hmm. And just to have to relive it, that is kind of tough. Yeah. 
He said I he wasn't going to do it. He said he's not going to do it again after this year. He said he's dead serious this time, though. Yeah, people were probably bothering him, like, no, you got to do it. I don't I don't see why you wouldn't, though. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something that was guaranteed. Like, we would get to hear him and, you know, his cadence and his flow, and it just kind of made it fun and upbeat, even if you were talking about things that are not so great. Um, yeah, his his cadence and his delivery is crazy. I would definitely all respect to those other people. Respect do, but I would definitely rather hear him do it than the other two people that yeah. do their little wrap up out there. Yeah, we had. I mean, Justina Valentine did hers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> don't be like that. Mm-hmm. I like Justina Valentine. Yeah, I she bet was, you do. She's cool. Shut up. You know, I love wilding out. So, yeah. um, I like her. Hers was good. I mean, I didn't hear his, and his is more controversial. Hers was more just reporting what happened. In like a like funny kind of way, or like you know throwing her little bars in there. But um, from what I saw, I actually saw her, so that one was cool. Um, and it's great when you have a visual to go with it. She always gets in character with the little glasses and the, like she's like she's writing and reporting something. Um, and then we have Mad Skills. I haven't really, I've never actually heard any of Mad Skills um, wrap ups, but this is his twentieth year doing it. Um, yeah, he started it, right? Yeah, I believe so. I haven't heard any of them, which makes, I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but I haven't heard them. And this was his 20th year, and he said this is absolutely his last one. Um, he says he is not trolling, and he will not return next year, so he asks that everyone respects that decision and do not ask him to do it. And his wrap-up was over Jay-Z's encore beat. Hmm. So have you heard his before? I think I heard one like three years ago, four yeah. years ago, maybe. I'll probably go and listen to his now. I mean, seeing, seeing as how it's the last one. I mean, I'm not going to listen 20 years worth, but I will listen to the last one. Um, I think this year lent itself to being able to throw together a bunch of stuff. I heard, I read, I didn't hear um, Uncle Murders, but I read on his that he went he went off on like um, Lil Nas X. Is that true? He didn't really go off on him, but he said something. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He threw, he threw a little shot out. It says something. Like, what I read said something like, he said he's going to get AIDS this year or something oh, like shit. that. Like, something like that, yeah. Something. I didn't hear it. And so, and I don't wish that on anyone, by the way. So, um, but then once again, like I said, I will listen to Uncle Murders. And, like, I really do enjoy it. Like, every year I enjoy it. We always listen to it more than one time. So, that's cool. Um, oh, man. Betty White. Betty White passed away, man. It's crazy. I was in the news, like I was looking at the newsstands um, when I went shopping a few days ago, and all of the new, like all of the newspapers have Betty White 100th birthday, and she's like they were gearing yeah, up for her bullshit, birthday, see? all of that. Like they called it down, like everything was like, like. That's just like when the field goal kicker is in the game, and they like he hasn't missed one all year. Yeah, and then the you jinx it. Like they did, you couldn't wait till after her birthday to be like, oh, this is what happened, and showed the pictures right. of the party with some huge party that was going on. Um, she was, you know, she was doing some interviews and talking about like she's just great. She was just great, all around person for a very long time. She pushed the envelope. She always was in support, of, especially of black people, and like she was, she was just great and never held anything back. Um, and just I, I just loved it. I loved watching her. Um, Buck knows I was addicted. I'm addicted to Golden Girls. I haven't watched it as much recently, but it's always on. Like you can find it on a station at all times. Like, and to relate to old women in Miami, just I don't know how they found a way to make everyone like 
every character was so different, like so dynamic. Like I don't know, and um, I don't know that anyone has been able to like really capture that like a hundred percent since then. But I know a lot of people have tried, and I think there's some people trying to do some remakes of it now. Anyway, but Golden Girls was 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 crazy, and Rose's character was just hilarious, like. Definitely. Hilarious, staying in character like that, just being—I don't know. She, it was great. She will be missed. Yeah, um, salute to her just for being able to to have the the dedication and the fortitude to last almost a hundred years on this earth. Yes, that's that's deep for it. To, and still being a good person and like keeping her wits about her. Like literally, there's no like they didn't have like really a cause of death. It just said you know you just whatever. She probably was just over 2021 and was like, forget this. I don't want to see what's coming next. Like, that's it. I'm done. Because really, like, she was just, she was just amazing. Always amazing. Always spoke her truth, her mind. Like, um, will be missed. That definitely will be missed. And one more thing. So now this last thing, this is going to be buck all the way. Cause I, I, I don't have much to say about it, except that there are a couple people that I'm going to mention here that I actually like, but I want you to speak on Dave East, Lloyd Banks, and Vado. They gave us their first look of their super group, in quotes, with respect with the respect the jokes video. Any thoughts on that? He's I don't know what she's trying to do to me, but <laughs> I love New York rap. Woo! I'm a big fan of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Banks is super nice. Yes, yes. I don't know. Supergroup is kind of like, I don't know if I would call that a supergroup. Like, Snoop, Too Short, Ice Cube, mm. and E-40 have a group. That's a supergroup. Wow. So I can't put Vado and Lloyd Banks and Dave East as a supergroup. That's just me. I feel you. I understand what they're trying to do. I hope they do it because New York has been slacking a little. Hopefully, they won't be trying to sound like anybody else. Yeah. And they can stay true to themselves. I definitely appreciate that. I like um I like Dave East a lot, but I can't really say that I like his music. I, when I think about it, it's more so I'm you know recently seeing him on the um, Wu Tang saga and like seeing him around. I don't really know. I can't pinpoint exactly what it is that he does when I do see him, but I do I know he's all over um, social. I love Lloyd Banks um, from Jamaica, Queens. Like Buck, the president, right here. I know that, so, so. Um, Vado, honestly, I only know Vado from Love & Hip Hop, so I'm not really excited about that part of it, but I'm always excited for new, good music, so I'll just kind of leave that out there, and hopefully they they do well. Yeah, they come out with some fire. What's the? We gotta see what the production is gonna be like too. Yeah, yeah, we gotta look into all of that. Hopefully, it's all good. I mean, and hopefully they have some good people behind them. Between the three of them, they should be able to get like really good production. Really, good. like there should be able to be a push. I'm not even sure what record label is doing it, or if they're doing it independent. Um, together, I'm not sure. Or if any of them have, did any of them have any like independent? stuff out right now? Um, I think Lloyd Banks had a project just a little while ago. The, uh, what was the name of that? It was tough, too. The, uh, damn. I, I forgot. 
I don't know how many. He just recently dropped a project. His project was fire. Yeah. I have not heard it. Have you listened to it? All of it? Yeah, I did. Like two times. Okay. You know, I'm bad. I try not to keep listening to anybody's music repeatedly anymore nowadays. I just try to stay in my own world. Yes, I see it here. It's called The Course of the Inevitable by Lloyd Banks. And the label listed here is Money by Any Means. So that's got to be an independent. It's probably his own label. Um, so, because he departed from G Unit Records in 2018. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, he's always been. I, Lloyd Banks is great. So, we'll see how that goes. I don't know if I'm, I'm not sure if Dave East or Vado. I really have not heard Vado's music. Vado do anything. So, I'm not sure. We'll see. Dave East. Last, last thing I heard about Vado, he was like on marriage boot camp or some shit, right? Yeah, he was, right? He was on there. And he was, I know him from Love and Hip Hop, like I said, but wasn't interested. Um, I don't, I mean, and no disrespect, which just is going to sound completely disrespectful anyway, but he's, <laughs> he's just not interesting to me. And that's okay. Because everybody is not for everybody, right? You just, you like who you like, or sometimes you just gravitate towards someone they might be the worst person in the world, but you gravitate towards them. You feel empathy. You feel whatever. I feel, I just feel nothing for this person. That's just, it is what it is. And I'm not his audience, most likely. So that's fine. I see here, it says Dave East had an album out called Karma 3 in 2020. Mm. And one before that was Survival in 2019. So I guess he was putting stuff out. 2019 looks like there were two things. Survival in Blanco 2. Beloved was 2018. Karma 2017. Beloved, that was with uh, Styles P. Yeah. That was fire. Yeah. Shout okay. out Styles P. Yes, always. Shout out Locks all together. And Jada. <laughs> Poor Jada. Jada looks like a baby. Um, All right. So, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, nah, this is the first podcast. I'm going to try to keep it like not political or anything. Like, <laughs> not crazy. political. We'll get into all of that stuff a little bit later. Uh, you'll get to know us a little bit better, know our personalities. Um, I tend to be a little bit more of the PC and kind of just go with the flow. And Buck, I'm not going to try to put him in a box. You will just know who he is. You'll understand it's always going to be truth from this man. It's always going to be his honest opinion. Um, there's never any hate, though, and never any disrespect. It just may sound like a little bit. I hate sometimes. sometimes. I'm trying not to hate it all. <laughs> He's going to try not to, but, um, so you'll get to know us. And so we'll do things like this and we will also get into like more of conscious, um, community type things and, and health and wealth and just kind of our opinions and, and what we research and talking to people and hearing from you all and topics that you want us to talk about, what you want us to get into. We're going to get into all of that. So this was episode number one. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here with us. Yes, and yes. there'll be a lot more coming your way from the Ladies and Goons podcast. Strength, love, and blessings. Always. Ladies.